Hi, I'm Tyler Yules. Welcome to How the Grades Do It. Welcome back to another episode of How the Grades Do It. Super excited for our um, for our guest today, but you know you have me, Tyler Yules, as your host. Um, excited about the guest though, man. Making social, uh, making sales social podcast um, host Bob Woods is with us, and he's also a CMO and LinkedIn specialist. And so we're, I'm super excited to dive into this world of LinkedIn and um, what you're finding successful and what you're not. But tell a little, tell us a little bit about yourself, and um, and and I'd love to even hear share a little bit about the podcast as well. Yeah, sure. So let's get started. Uh, uh, probably because freshest in my mind, let's get started with the podcast first. Um, yeah. So making sales social. Uh, it's it's myself and my partner Bryn Tillman, who is uh, who is a pretty well known name in LinkedIn lore when it comes to LinkedIn and social selling. Um, started it back in twenty twenty twenty, I think. So we've got like uh, between the two of us, we've got like two hundred forty something episodes out there now, and uh, we actually split it up. So we do two a week, just like you, except one of them during the week is 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 an interview series which is essentially what we're doing right now we we have one yeah. sometimes maybe two people just talking about a wide variety of topics having to do with you know linkedin social selling maybe sales in general uh a lot of ai stuff we've been doing lately i've interviewed people having to do with like um with uh with like um impromptu and um you know sales conversations and using impromptu types of um of strategies with that to really connect with people and to you know get the sales process going uh i also i've also done one and i actually want to concentrate a little more on just like health because i've been on a health not a health kick but i've gotten more healthy lately and i think that that's something that's also just lacking with salespeople and sales management and you know people who are in our types of positions that um we're not the healthiest of people. So, uh, sure. and, and, and we got to be healthy, not <laughs> only for our jobs, but for our families and, you know, just to, you know, live basically. So I do think that Absolutely. that's important. So, you know, we do hit the business stuff, but then we also go outside of things a little bit as, as well into subjects and topics that we hope that our audience will, 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 will definitely want to listen to. Yeah, I love and that. And then, and then we also do making sales social live, which is, uh, which is a LinkedIn live that we do every week. That we then take the recording of that and then put that out, and then that's the other one of our of our twice weekly offerings. Yeah, love that. Love, and and I think you've now figured out a system that's worked for you. Um, when you when yeah. you get over two hundred episodes, you figure out you figure out something that works, and you kind of just roll with it. Got to figure out a lot of things real quick, basically, to, to have that kind of longevity. And 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 we're definitely planning on 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 continuing to roll on because we're having fun with it. So yeah, that's the important part. That's all that matters, right? Like as long as we're having fun. Um, you know, obviously we got to make money too, but you know, yeah, I think yeah. the fun part is is the first part. Yeah, fun part and delivering, you know, delivering good, valuable information that people can use and do it in a fun way because no one wants to listen to someone just drone on about boring topics and then have them sound boring and, yeah. you know, it just doesn't work. 
just doesn't work. And we're like a top five pot, uh, top 5% podcast, I think, according to, uh, according to, to one of the services. So, you know, someone likes it and that's good. That's all that matters, right? Like you're putting out content that people like and, um, they find it valuable. Man, tell us a little bit about, a little bit more about, um, social sales link. Yeah, so we are a LinkedIn and social selling um, agency. We we help both corporate clients with with their needs when it comes to having their salespeople start those initial sales conversations with people that that they need to, and then because we concentrate on B2B and, and that end, there's, you know, it's, it's getting to be an old number and I'm sure that it's higher now, but at one point it was, um, there are 6.8 people who are involved in any purchasing decision within a company. So we help them actually get to the other people within the company that they need to be speaking with these, these other decision makers and then the influencers and everything else and really use social, uh, primarily LinkedIn to get to these people so that they could have meaningful value added conversations with them to hopefully bring things, uh, to a close. And that's just on the corporate side. So we also have public offerings, which is, um, a bunch of different styles of, of trainings. We also have a, um, we also have a group coaching program that we actually host uh, twice a week that we have all different types of salespeople and entrepreneurs and coaches and, you know, just runs the gamut basically from, from, from all walks of life as, as they say, and, and we help them with things as simple as how do I find X, Y, or Z on LinkedIn to entire strategies. So, and those are always fun sure. too. Those are always a real highlight of, uh, of, of my week because, because not only do we get to help people, but we also get to hear what's going on with them. And it gives us a good idea of just what's going on in the uh, sales landscape in general. Yeah, you know, I think people are seeing the transition from LinkedIn, but before it was thought of as almost as a resume. And so you know, how are you getting people to like, yeah, I think a lot of people, for a lot of people it is, for the majority. Mm -hmm. And so like, yeah, you know, I think the the dream there, right, is like connecting with prospects on LinkedIn, easy, maybe easier said than done, especially now with all the noise. And so what would you say to the sales leader out there that says, hey, this sounds too good to be true? Yeah, well, I mean, it's uh, well, of course, you know, if anything sounds good, too good to be true, it always is, and 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 it's definitely the case with LinkedIn yeah. too. I mean, you just don't go on LinkedIn, you make a post, and you get all kinds of sales. I mean, that just <laughs> right. that just doesn't happen anywhere. So, um, you know, but we have systems to that that we teach that that essentially um, makes sales reps, the, the go-to person in their industry, the thought leaders in their industry, because people who, who not only, you know, know, like, and trust when it comes to thought leadership, it also presents them as experts and people want to talk to experts. So, um, through our content strategies, through things that sound simple, but really aren't, but like positioning the LinkedIn profile to where it goes from a resume to a resource because we're not on there looking for jobs. We are on there to start sales conversations. So you yep. really need to build your LinkedIn profile in that, um, 
in that value driven value added educational of of your of your uh, audience of prospects you really need to build it in a specific way so that when people land there they know that this person knows what the heck that they're talking about. And because they're not selling, because they're not pushing an agenda down someone's throat through their LinkedIn profile, they hopefully feel comfortable enough to reach out to them. So, or, or if someone knows that they visited their profile, the, the, uh, on, on the sales rep side, now we're talking about through a feature uh, that LinkedIn has called who's viewed your profile. Hopefully the person who viewed the profile will remember them when they reach out and go, Oh yeah, that's right. I remember this person seemed pretty, pretty cool. Maybe I can talk to them. You know, maybe I can talk to them about the problem that I'm having. That's yeah. where the momentum and that's just where it starts too. Because the other thing you have to remember is that whatever you do on LinkedIn, whether it's posting, whether it's commenting on other people's posts, whether it's engaging in, in other areas and groups and things like that, at some point, everybody's going to end up on your profile. So your profile has to be built in that in that from resume to resource type of way. Otherwise, you're just going to look like any other salesperson on LinkedIn. And, you know, salespeople still don't have a good rep out there. So, you know, you you need to really present yourself more as a thought leader rather than just a salesperson. You need to be an expert in whatever it is that you're doing. Yeah, I totally agree, right? Like the the idea of the of the order shaker is gone. Consultants oh, yeah. are selling in a B2B sense is the only way to sell. Um, yep. And I see, you know, I think that's becoming more difficult, especially um, in this age of, of being a more con- informed consumer, right? And so let's give them a way to consume um, knowledge. And one of those ways is, you know, well, one of the ways that you and I hope that salespeople do that is LinkedIn. You know, how yeah. many sales reps do you look at or how many people profile? You know, there's, like you said, almost 7 million users on LinkedIn. Oh, no. How many of those no, people? Their LinkedIn is pushing a billion if uh, worldwide. Uh, sure, sure, LinkedIn sure, is sure. pushing a billion, I think, and they may have passed it already. I'm not sure. They, they yeah. always come out with new numbers and, and I forget. But um, I look at many, many, many profiles. Um, yeah. And how a many week. of them you think are set up great? Probably about ten percent of them before you yeah. know before we advise people. Just be and sure. and and, and <laughs> it's 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 really nobody's fault that this happens because a vast majority of people when they first join LinkedIn, it's for career development. And that's yeah. fine. I mean, that's how LinkedIn is still used most. That's how LinkedIn sells it. You know, when they're when when they're selling to businesses, it's mostly for the recruiting side. Although the sales side is is obviously picking up more, and and they have tools out there like Sales Navigator that we also train on, and that's another thing entirely. It's a great tool. Beast. It's expensive. Yeah. But uh, but it's but it's a really great tool. So I mean, you know, when most people, when I look at the profiles of most people, they're set up as resumes. And like I said, that's fine because that's how most people do it. We just need to really transform that from from a resume to a resource, and then once we get the profile done, then we teach them all of the other ways to really brand themselves as uh, what 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 we're now calling micro influencers. So. 
sure. concept of micro influencers. Essentially, you're not trying to be a Kardashian. You're not trying to be everything to everyone. Although even the Kardashians have their own target demographics and things like that. Our target demographics, to use kind of a marketing and, and advertising term, is specifically the uh, is specifically the audience of prospects who who these salespeople are are seeking out. So so to really use LinkedIn effectively, you got to know who who you're going after in terms of, you know, industries or if it's that industries, if, um, you know, like CMOs, you know, C-levels, VP, managers, you know, like all of that type of thing. You really got to have that nailed down because otherwise, if you don't have an audience that you're trying to attract, you're really going to attract no one who can, who, who you can start a valuable sales conversation with. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so often when I go into consult with companies, they don't truly understand their ICP. And so yep. when they're posting on LinkedIn, right, they are posting, I think, for the general idea. But I think, right, who you should be posting for is for your ICP. So you need to understand your ICP and what they care about. And hopefully you're posting yep. about those things. Right. right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because one of the things that that happens with people who don't have that focus is that they'll start posting things and then they'll start getting uh, comments and likes, but they'll be getting comments and likes from people in their industry because yeah. they're talking because the sales reps are talking about what they want to talk about. They're not talking about what their audience of prospects wants to hear. Absolutely. You know, I think and there's a level of authenticity. Things. Yeah, there's mm -hmm. a little level of authenticity that has to come with you posting on LinkedIn and and then talking to your persona. And so you talking about things that you're passionate about, like, hey, I think I get that. But also understand that we should understand our ICP. And I think if people spend a little bit more time in trying to um, prospect with customers in an unmeaningful way, if they better understood their ICP, that they could have their customers come to them. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, you know, so, so, so someone at, at this point listening to this might be like, well, how the heck do I do that? And one of yeah. the easiest ways to do it is to just listen to what your customers, what your current customers are already saying and the types of questions that they're asking you. I guarantee you, you can get um, a couple of good posts, maybe an ebook, maybe a video you know, those types of things just out of one conversation with one prospect, or I mean, with, yeah. with, with one current customer, actually, because their problems are going to be the, and the problems that you're hopefully solving for them are going to be the same types of, of questions, things like that, that prospects are looking for answers for, and they're already looking, they're, they're already out there looking. So why not be the expert who's in front of them before you even know that they're looking for you to provide them with the answers? Yeah. What would you say to people that, you know, they say, hey, well, you know, I would definitely post more, but, you know, I don't get anyone to engage in my content. And so, you know, they don't want to post something and then just have, you know, not five likes on something. And, you know, what would you say to that person out there that just maybe is scared to post? Yeah. So, so a couple of things. Number one, a lot of times when people say that they're actually afraid because they're thinking that they have to post all the time, you know, they yeah. need to be, you know, they see people on, on Instagram or on, you know, X slash Twitter or whatever it's called, or, you know, those, those, those types of, um, of platforms. And they're thinking, oh my God, how am I going to do this? You really don't need to post that much. Um, 
you know, we suggest starting out slow. So like, you know, maybe once a week, if you start feeling comfortable with that, go up to maybe twice a week and then, and then keep going from there. One of the things is that LinkedIn's algorithm actually punishes you for, for publishing too much. So we tend to suggest unless the algorithm changes again and algorithms change all the time, but you know, at least literally as of right now, uh, Wednesday, December 13th at 4.22 PM Eastern, once a day, (laughs) you're okay because the algorithm's not going to punish you for posting too much. Sure. And what about engaging on people's content? You know, you would have a lot of people out there say, Hey, you know, that's a, that's a big time suck for somebody to go and engage. But on the flip side, right? Like I would say, um, you know what, I'm gonna let you say what you think. And then maybe I'll, I'll say what I think. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, no, I love this it. is fun. So, um, yeah. you know, in, engaging in other people's content is is absolutely crucial because this is an opportunity for you to share your expertise within someone else's post. So, yeah. you know, great postmark that just doesn't work. It never did work. It still doesn't work. It ain't ever going to work. What you need yeah. to do instead is, is really look at, read and understand the post. And if they're linking to an article, read the article and then just offer your general opinion on it, but do it in a value added type of way to where you're adding to whatever, whatever the post was. And it's impossible for me to come up with stuff just because there's so much <laughs> out there, but, um, you know, really add value to it so that, so that one, you're proving your thought expertise and, and, and your thought leadership out there. And also just number two, because you're helping people with your, with your opinion. So what yeah. happens there is that because you're posting on someone else's content, you're also reaching their networks. So these are people who you're not necessarily connected to. In fact, you're probably not connected to them. Hopefully at that point, they'll click through to your profile, find out a little bit more about you. Maybe they'll contact you. Maybe you'll go, you should be checking who's viewed your profile every day. So then you can call, go in and say, oh, you know, you know, Susie, uh, I can't even think of a last name, but, um, you know, Susie Tyler is, uh, read this and, and she might be someone who I want to reach out to at that point, you can send a connection request. And those are really simple off of who's viewed your profile because you say, you know, Hey, Susie noticed that you viewed my profile. Was just wondering what, um, you know, what, what, what brought you here today? And in, in the meantime, let, let's connect and we can help each other out because you have a reason to reach out to them at that point because they visited your profile. It's the equivalent of Absolutely. knocking on your door or caller ID. <laughs> you know, it's so funny, right? Like if we ask businesses out there, if they could track who actually came to their profile, their, their website, would you reach out to them? I bet, you know, the mass majority of them would say yes. Yep. And I, as I think about LinkedIn profiles, I think about it as a landing page for the company. Yeah. Right. Like, and so if your ICP is visiting your LinkedIn profile, I want it to say, why should they stay on your profile for longer? And hopefully yep. it provides enough value for them to then take them to the website um, or take them yeah. to maybe even a booking link, right? Like why, Right. Why would you want your, your prospect to go out of the way to get a meeting with you? Yep. Yeah. 
yeah, reduce the walls as much as possible. I mean, I've I, I I've got my book appointment link uh, right on you know right at the very top of of my profile, and you know people click on that and they get taken to my Calendly, and you know you know thirty seconds later they booked a meeting with me. Yeah, it's just it's it's amazing. It's amazing. I love it. What would you say to the people out there that are scared to say like I don't want to put my calendar link out there? Someone can then book a meeting with me. You know, you never know what a conversation is going to be until you take it. And if worse comes to worse and, you know, they end up being real jerks, just end the meeting and, and block them. I mean, it just depends on it. It depends on what happens. But I don't think that there is a cadre of people out there who are just booking appointments with other people just to harass and harangue them. God, I hope that's not the case. So, um, <laughs> you know, most people who are on LinkedIn are in a business frame of mind. So they are respectful of other people's time and they're only going to book if they really want to know something. Yeah. You know, I, you know, I'm the same as well, right? And my calendar link is on my LinkedIn profile, but I've only had one salesperson ever book it. And so when I came to the meeting, I said, Hey, good on you for booking this meeting through my link. You have five minutes. Yeah. Right? And it gave the person their shot, right? Like, yeah, but oh. they, yeah. they, and I won't give this as an invitation to all the salespeople out there to now start booking meetings. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, on the flip side of that, right? Like the person got their shot. And so I think about all the times, all the opportunities that we get shots. And I think LinkedIn yeah. being one of those ways that we can get easy shots. Um, we just have to be able to implement a strategy. So what would you say to a leader out there that says, Hey, we'd love to implement a strategy, but we don't know where to start. Yeah. So, um, you know, for, for sales leaders on the corporate side, that's, that's, that's when we go in and, you know, we'll, we'll redo their profiles. And then what, what we, although we are, we are able to customize anything that we do, but generally speaking, what we do is, is we'll have a series of calls with them. Uh, generally there's like two a week. One is a call that focuses on whatever we're, we're talking about. So like in, in engagement or content or whatever, that'll be the first call of the week. Then the second call of the week is actually a workshop where people come in and present where their people come in and present us with specific situations. We help them through that situation. And it's also a teaching moment because everyone else in the company is probably going to have the same situation that the uh, brave person who volunteered uh, is, is, is going through. So, you know, at, at, at that point, you know, we teach them how to get through all these things. We also have recommended um, uh, strategies for what they should be doing throughout the day, the actions that they should be doing, like, you know, daily versus weekly versus monthly, and, you know, step them through all of that. Because again, people think about social and they're thinking about these crazy influencers who post like eight times a day. And it's like, no, it doesn't have to be like that at all. We know that you have to sell too. So, I mean, this is definitely a part of the strategy. Hopefully as they get more success from that, they will see the value in it and we'll start putting more time into it. But you know, there's a learning curve there. There's a comfort curve as they start getting more comfortable. They, they should want to do it more because it's being successful for them. And you know, it's all good. Yeah. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree, right? I think that the the only way that your salesperson shouldn't be posting on, like, should not post on LinkedIn 
is mm-hmm. if your ICP doesn't live on LinkedIn. And that's maybe right. the only and that time. that does happen. That yeah, does that... happen. Absolutely. Right. Uh, it's, you it's know, like, hey, go find your customer. But I would say, right, right. I would say most high-level individuals are on LinkedIn. And so yeah, it gives you a unique that. ability to have um to have a voice, right? And yep. so that's the beautiful thing, right? Each person has a voice, and I think our connection rate or our, our connection help us understand how often people are listening or how how many people are listening. Sure, one hundred percent. Could not agree more. But we can always, right? Like, there's always ways to help grow it, right? And the only way you can do that is becoming a, an expert in the in the in the space. And so, right. what, what would you say to people that are saying, like, "Hey, maybe I'm new to an industry, right?" Or, um, and they have some of that imposter syndrome coming through to saying, like, "Well, I don't know if I can post about this industry. I'm new to it." Yeah. So, um, I would suggest for someone who's who's in that situation, as as well as anyone in in general, especially. If they're if they're at the point where they're like they're literally brand new, they may not even have their LinkedIn profile done or whatever, but they really just want to just get into things. I would suggest start posting on or start commenting on other people's content. That's mm. probably the quickest way to get some eyeballs to you. But then obviously having having the uh, having a plan in mind to where it's like, okay, I'm gonna start I, I, I'm gonna start commenting a little bit, but at the same time. I've got to get my profile done because people are going to come to my profile as a result of me doing this activity. So, um, you know, you should have kind of like a stage plan in mind about what you want to do and when you want to do it. And, 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 um, profile is definitely up there. I, I liken the profile to, um, the, the foundation of a house or if your house is built on a slab or whatever, you really don't start building anything on top until you have the foundation or the slab done. And the foundation or the slab is definitely your LinkedIn profile. Is there like a way or a guide that you give people when they're trying to optimize their LinkedIn profile, um, you know, for themselves, or is that something that you guys do more on like a one-on-one basis? Um, and, and it's like a, what you walk through them. Walk it through with them. Yeah. So, um, so a couple of things there. First of all, we have a um, a public library that has just a ton of content that's available to anyone essentially, and that's for for free. It's uh, socialsaleslink.com/library. They can sign up for it. They can they can plumb the depths of the whole thing. We have we have resources on the profile about about commenting, about posting, you know, about uh, how to structure your day. We have that in there as as well. So we've got all kinds of stuff there. We also do um one-on-one profile makeovers. We also do profile makeovers for the companies that bring us in will make over the profiles, not only of their senior leadership, but especially of all of their, um, all of their salespeople and any other potential, uh, public facing employees as well. It just depends on how much they, they want to have done, but they should at least have all the salespeople on the same page, not only with that um, value driven type of profile, but when you're talking about a corporate wide engagement, it has to, you know, it does have to have wording that, that, that reflects the company's marketing. It's, you know, the banners should have 
uh, the, the company colors and everything. I mean, you know, there does need to be uniform look to it, even though the text of the profiles might be different themselves. There does have to be kind of an overarching DNA running through all of them. No, I totally agree, right? I think of LinkedIn, LinkedIn almost as like the old MySpace where you could go in and customize a lot of things. And a lot of people don't. And so it's mm-hmm. a great opportunity to really set yourself apart um, from all the other people out there and, um, on LinkedIn. And that's really putting a little extra time in, into your profile. Um, yep. And what I've yeah, found absolutely. is it's, it's leaps and bounds. And so like, how often should people be looking at their profile and you know going through this evaluation process of reamping it? You know, probably so there. So that's kind of a two tiered answer. Number one, just for the profile in general, probably like every every four to six months. Now, there is a section in there called the featured section. So this is where you can bring content in, whether it's it's a post of yours that was very successful, whether it's an external website or something like that. Um, You always have to make sure though, that whatever you put in the feature section is value added, does bring value, does bring education to your target audience and make sure that it's not salesy. The other thing that I kind of like in the feature section too is, is like the, um, the produce section in a grocery store. You got to have the newest, freshest stuff out there. Otherwise, it's going to get all brown and moldy and stale and whatever else the produce does in a produce section. So, you know, that section should probably be visited more often. The other sections, like I said, every every four to six months, just to make sure that all the messaging is still there or or is is still tracking with with your goals unless your ICP has changed or whatever. If there are marked changes within the company or what you're doing, definitely change it there. If there's a product launch, you know, there are then definitely more changes that should be made on a more immediate basis, but those are more like one-time things rather than continuing things. Sure. So would you say like regular cadence for people is like quarterly? Um, like quarterly. Yeah. For, for most of it, except like I said, for the featured section, especially if you're posting, you know, often, you know, like once a week. Um, yeah, definitely. No, I love that. I think that's a um I think it's a great guy. Like what what's some of the advice that you would you would give to the people out there that are um wanting to dip their toe deeper into LinkedIn but don't really know where to start? Like would you send them and say, Hey, you know what? If you, you got all the information you want, it's free. You know, it's funny out there, you know, you have someone that pays, let's say, ten dollars for all this information and they go in and they consume it all. But you 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 say, Hey, I have all this information information out here for free feel free to use it and then people don't utilize it yeah yeah there's a little bit of that going on sometimes and it 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 can get overwhelming i mean we've got our stuff organized hopefully well enough to where people can go in and just and just use what they need um what i would suggest is you know a signing up for for the membership b at uh socialsaleslink.com slash events um, we host once a month, a BR guest, um, coaching session to where we essentially throw the doors open and anyone can, can come if they want with their questions or whatever. And those are fun because we get truly a wide range of, uh, of questions and we're really able to help people out again, without being salesy, because we don't, Absolutely. you know, I mean, We'll mention our stuff during during the session. Don't get me wrong. We, we still want to sell, but we are there yeah. primarily to help. 
Yeah, at the end of the day, right? Like, I think, I think you're doing it the right way, right? And I think more companies can take take a note here, right? You're trying to provide as much value as possible, and ultimately, if you can provide more value, I think it's the equation of time, the time, value, and money, right? And right, I think for companies out there that want to figure out figure things out on their own, the information's out there. And it's, you're just going to have to trial and error until you figure out what's going to work for you and your ICP. And it's going to take you a little bit longer. And so how much time are you willing to spend to figure it out rather than I'm coming to someone like Bob and myself um, mm-hmm. before you figure it out, right? It's just a little bit tight, shorter time frame and to, um, to figure things out. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so would you send people to first off obviously to there and um like maybe let let me take a step back like what are three things that people should be doing on linkedin right now if you maybe get like a a tip yeah right yeah so one obviously is the profile we pretty much beat that to death so i won't get into that anymore (laughs) um um uh number two commenting commenting on other people's uh content is the easiest way and fastest way to get yourself out there, to get your name out there. And if you do it the right way, rather than just posting great posts, John, and really, um, you know, and, and really providing value, really showing that you're the thought leader, that is probably the second best thing to do. Number three, on your own posts, don't depend on the LinkedIn algorithm. So what do I mean by that? Um, if you have people who you want to see the post, you can, you can share the post and I can, I'm going to look this up on LinkedIn because I never remember the name of the actual button, but, um, within the, yeah, yeah, there it is. Send. So within each post, you can send a post directly to someone. And so you can, um, you know, you go in, you type a name of, of a prospect who, who who hopefully you're already connected with, make sure obviously that the post is something that they're going to want to see for whatever reason that sure. is. But then just send send posts directly to people because the way the LinkedIn algorithm works, there's a pretty good shot that even your first degrees aren't going to see it, even even if they you know ring your bell. So I don't know if uh, if, if people know about this, but you can go to someone else's profile and then click on there's a bell icon within each profile. When you click on that, you can see when they post all the time, even that doesn't work 100% of the time. So um, if you want people to see your post, let them know that your post is out there, send it to them. I love that. I think that, that, um, I think that's a unique way and one that I've heard of, Um, but it is a really great way to push right in front of your message or opinion, right? Like, to provide a bit value to your customer, especially maybe if it's industry, um, mm-hmm. it's about the industry, right? Or something. I think there's a bunch of posts out there that we can share with our prospects that would come off really genuine. Um, yeah. And not sales. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 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 I got a fourth. I love it. So I don't know if you, I don't know if, every, um, if this video, what the phone video, video messaging is incredibly powerful, mainly because no one does it. 
So rather than just sending a text message, you know, when you're, when you're directly messaging, you know, DMing them, whatever you want to call them yeah. on LinkedIn, rather than a text, just hold your phone, phone out in front of you, you know, talk whatever you want to for about 15, 20 seconds or whatever, and send it. People will be thrilled with it because no one does it. And it's also a way for them to, to, uh, to, to connect with you because you're talking to them. You're looking in, into the camera, they're seeing your face. And, you know, it's just, it's, it's a way to truly personalize communication, like I said before, in a way that no one else, and almost literally no one else is doing it. I love that. I love that. You know, so often sales is doing things that other people aren't doing and standing out. And, yep. you know, something so small as, hey, just send it a, instead of a, a text message, right? You're just sending them a quick video and saying, hey, prospect, I'm checking in on you. Um, I think it's just different, right? I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, and then, and then, and then actually, if you want to combine things rather than just checking up on someone, let's say that you see an article out there, you're thinking, oh, this prospect might actually like that. Send them the video and then attach the, um, the, uh, the, the link, or it's probably just a link at that point, but you know, put the link in underneath the video and send it to them. Not only do you have that, you know, face-to-face in air quotes time with them, you're also adding additional value. So it goes beyond just that, just, just, just checking in message. Yeah. I love that so much. Um, man. I, yeah. That is so awesome. Um, you know, it's a little cheat code for LinkedIn and I hope people use this and, and have gotten as much as, as have I gotten out of this conversation, Bob, it's been a pleasure to speak with you. And um, any final remarks for people out there and, and, and please share where people can follow with you after this um, if they want to connect with you. Oh, yeah, sure. So, I mean, people people can connect with me directly, uh, uh, you know, just um, at, at Bob Woods directly on LinkedIn. That's probably the easiest way to, to, to get in touch with me. And, um, you know, yeah, I'm 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 pretty open. My my one piece of advice to people is just show up. Because once you show up, once you start, you know, start this slowly, you'll start seeing, you know, you'll probably, you won't see results initially, although you just might. I've seen people who have actually did a couple comments and because they knew how to do things from there, just in terms of normal sales, they were able to get deals out of them. So again, it's all about starting sales conversations and, um, LinkedIn is a great way to do just that with LinkedIn and social selling. I love that. You've heard it here first. LinkedIn is the spot to social sell. Be authentically yourself, connect with people, have real conversations. And I think you'll get closer to the mark than you think you will. Absolutely. Bob, it's been a pleasure, man. This is another episode of How the Greats Do It.